Welcome into the Mississippi Salute Podcast. I am your host, Ray Coleman. I serve as the Director of Communications for Mississippi Veterans Affairs, and this is a new venture that we have. We're very excited to bring it to you. Um, this, this podcast will not only highlight our agency, but we think that it's important that we highlight heroes from across the Magnolia State. So yes, you're going to hear from people who work for Mississippi VA, uh, but we're also going to step outside of that. We're going to hear from, from residents, from folks who have served in our United States military um, in different conflicts. You'll hear from World War II veterans all the way up to current veterans today. You're gonna hear from leaders, whether it be our board members, um, whether it be people who are active duty, um, folks that, that may be in the civilian life now that have retired. We're gonna try to reach out to all walks of life um, with, with the main focal point of service and serving America's heroes. Um, that's what we do here at Mississippi VA, um, and we're excited to do it. Um, but before we get into that, we have to tell you about our agency and some of the things that we do. And there's no better person uh, to bring on for the first episode to join me than our executive director, Mark Smith. Um, he's with me now, and I am I'm very happy to bring him to y'all. Um, I will tell you, it took a little bit of twisting of the arm. Not really. It really didn't. Um, we're, we're excited to sit with you all in the first episode um, and have Director Smith kind of talk about um, a lot of things. So first, before we get into any of that, sir, I thank you for joining us here on the Mississippi Salute Podcast. Yes, sir. It's a, it's a great honor and a privilege to be here and especially to be the, the first episode. Uh, yeah. I look forward to our discussion today. I do as well. I do as well. Um you know, before we get into Mississippi VA, um, like I said, I think it's important that we hear from our leader first, but also I want people to get to know you. And so I, I start with give people an idea of your military service, your background. How did you get into the service? Uh, where did you finish? Where you've been? Um, you can talk about as much or as little as you would like to when we talk about your military service to our state and nation. Yes, um, I, I joined the uh, the Army right out of high school in 1978, and spent 28 years in the Army. Uh, the first six years, I was an enlisted soldier, and I had some really great leadership as an enlisted soldier uh, that was pushing me to go to officer candidate school yeah. and to further my uh, career. So I went ahead and, and went to officer candidate school in 1982 and, and commissioned in 1983 as a second lieutenant. <clears throat> I was able to... Uh, serve in many different capacities as an officer. Uh, I served in the first Gulf War. Uh, I, I commanded at all levels uh, in, in the military. My background includes most of it was in the military police. Yeah. And then I spent some time in the finance and I spent some time in logistics. Uh, my final uh, duty assignment was the director of logistics for the Mississippi National Guard. Yeah. Which turned out to be the most challenging job I ever had because as just as I was selected to do this job, um, I had been there about a year, Hurricane Katrina came in. Congratulations. Yes, <laughs> it, it was quite the experience. But just like here at the Mississippi VA, uh, I had a great staff. Uh, I had people that that did not know the word of quit and, yeah. and just pushed through, and we were feeding fifteen or 20,000 people a day. We were wow. responsible for all the recovery down there. Uh, we had great leadership with the guard, with General Harold Cross as a adjutant general. So, you know, we were able to accomplish what we did. Uh, so now I sit back and look at, like, Florida, what they're going through. And I just I have the memories of what all we had to do. So, sure. I, so my heart goes out to the the people there and the, the military members there that are working so hard to get everything back to 
whatever normal is. And sure. it, just like in Mississippi, it would take many years and lots of money to get there. The thing that, that I, I've, I've noticed about you and I appreciate about you is, is when you talk about um, your service in the military, you, you, you light up like instantly. You can, you can recount stories, um, just great memories and the great relationships that you've built. Uh, you talk about general cross. Um, I've seen you uh, have conversations, heard personal accounts. When you talk about general Irvin, um, one of our board members, general, general George Irvin, um, how important are those relationships to you, uh, not just in your capacity today, but in helping you get to, to this point in your career? I wouldn't be where I am today without them. Um, I worked for a guy when I first started for, this, for the state, Colonel Don Taylor. <clears throat> first time I walked in his office, uh, I noticed that he had a plastic turtle affixed to the top of his coat rack. So the entire time I was talking to him, I kept trying to figure out why is the turtle up there? So finally, at the end of, the, of our meeting, I just asked him, you know, hey, sir, what's the turtle for? And he said, I glued it up there. So every day when I come to work, I look at that turtle and it reminds me I did not get to where I am without the help of a whole lot of people. Wow. <clears throat> and and uh, that, that it was always stuck with me um, to how how we don't get to where we are by ourselves. Yeah. And people like General Irvin, we have a really great story. Uh, when my first son was born, he was my tech officer when I was going through OCS, and he's also an aviator. Yeah. So my son was born, and we were out in the middle of the woods, and so he came out there to get me and said, hey, the, the commandant said, I need to take you to Jackson to see your child. So he put me in a helicopter and flew me to Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and, and during that time when I was there, there was a huge thunderstorm came up between yeah. us and Camp Shelby. And he called me and he said, hey, we got to go or we're going to be stuck here all night. And I got to get you back in the woods. <clears throat> so he flew me back and we had to fly way around the thunderstorm and everything. Yeah. But all of that worked out safely. <clears throat> so when I graduated, they gave both of us a plaque. <clears throat> and his was um, a, a, a personal drawing of an artist that had a, a helicopter with a little baby hung under it like a wow. stork. <laughs> wow. So... Um, we still talk about that today. And as a matter of fact, when I worked for Department of Human Services, he was the director of HUD for Mississippi. Yeah. And I went to his office one day for a meeting and I looked up and that's what I saw on his wow. wall was a picture of that, that drawing of him with the helicopter and the little baby hung up under. Yeah, yeah. So those kind of relationships are <clears throat> lifetime relationships that you never lose. Uh, but I've been so lucky to have such great mentors as him and, like I said, General Cross and so many others. Uh, just, and that's what I try to do today is I try to replicate to others what they did for me. Yeah, you know, you're always trying to help people grow, and you you training them and you pushing them to do better, so they can not only do better for themselves but help other people. Sure, for sure. Um, you mentioned you mentioned you know your relationship with General Irvin, and then that cross from military to state service as well. Um, you mentioned some of your state service. I want I want to dive into that a little bit. Over 15 years, 16 years um, of of state service to Mississippi, and you've you've been to to a couple of places. Um, kind of give folks a background of of where you've been um, and the leadership roles that you've held at, at those different state agencies. When I first retired in 2006, um, we were the state was still recovering from Hurricane Katrina, and we were receiving. Uh, massive amounts of federal dollars. And part of those dollars were going to the Department of Human Services to rebuild 
uh, infrastructure and to, to take care of things down there, such as daycares. And yes, so people could get back to work. They would have somewhere to leave their children. <clears throat> so General Cross knew Colonel Don Taylor, the, the one I mentioned a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And I was getting ready to retire. And General Cross just said, hey, you know, why don't you go talk to this guy? The state still needs your help because you have a, a strong background in finance to help him distribute this money so we can get it out quicker and get people recovered. So I started working there, working on that money. And soon after I started, uh, Colonel Taylor promoted me to deputy executive director for the agency. So I stayed there till 2016. And I left there and went to the Department of Archives and History uh, to help them finish out building the two museums and to get them all the uh, displays set up and go through that contracting process. Sure. And an opportunity presented itself at the Public Service Commission uh, to go over there and be the director of finance and personnel. And I went over there and spent four years working for the uh, three commissioners, Mm -hmm. public service commissioners, which was really interesting to see how they process things that impact every Mississippian because everybody pays a electricity bill and everybody pays a gas bill and to learn those intricate processes that they have to go through to approve a rate increase or to approve like they did here recently, a a rebate to everybody because they felt like everybody had been overcharged. So they have a really tough job and, um, and they really do a good, good job. And while I was at Department of Human Services, I did a lot of work with child protection services. And it really became, um, it really hit me in the heart, dealing with abused kids and foster kids and for whatever reason. So I had an opportunity to go back and be the deputy commissioner for child protection services. Mm -hmm. So I just jumped at it, you know, because that's just something that once you do it, you never, never gets out of your system. Just trying to help those kids, help those parents recover so they can get their kids back. Yeah. And and to make sure that the kids that you never return are able to accomplish things in life. Yeah. You know, to go to college and to, to do things and overcome the trauma that they have experienced in their young lives. Uh, and then Mr. Pickering called me one day <clears throat> and asked me to come over and talk about a position. And the rest is history yeah. from that point. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, to go from... Um, uh, helping children and helping families get reunited and reestablished and uh, helping kids become successful, which is part of the stuff that, as I mentioned earlier, that General Irvin and General Cross, if it wasn't for people like that, I wouldn't be where I am today. Absolutely. So I felt like I was trying to give back some of the stuff that they had given me over the years. Sure. Um, so I came here and you know, what better way to, to come to work every day than to serve veterans? Moving on to um, here at Mississippi VA. Um, you've been with us now since, is it April? April 1st. Since April. Um, what has stood out to you? What has stood out to you? Um, things that you may have already known about our agency and, and, and what it is that we do or things that you just learned, you know, surprisingly since you've been alone. What has stood out to you about Mississippi Veterans Affairs? One of the things that I've learned is is. It kind of flies under the radar uh, because they do such a uh, the staff does such a great job. Yeah. Uh, you don't you don't hear about it in the paper and you don't read bad things about it. And it's all because of the dedicated staff and the co- dedicated contractors that we have and the people that are dedicated to take care of our veterans. Yeah. Because we all know that 
we would not have the freedoms that we have today without what they have sacrificed. And absolutely. When I go to the homes and visit, we have, uh, uh, as you well know, a wing where we keep our um, older residents that have uh, dementia and yes, those type things. And it, when I go there and visit them, it just really hurts my heart because I look at them and I know at one time they were hard charging uh, war fighters and, and now they're they're suffering from the mental incapacitation of dementia, and and it, I, I I can't help them. That's what hurts the most. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to help them. So um, that's one of the biggest things. <clears throat> but we do have a great staff that do, does know how to help them, yeah. and provides a great service to them every day. <clears throat> uh, but you you will never find a more caring, dedicated, uh, no task too big. No, no uh, request too small yeah. that they will take care of every day. And also, uh, I learned a long time ago working with child protection services. There are two. Um, there's two sets of people in Mississippi that our our state legislature and our leaders will support 100 percent, 100 percent of the time, and that's children and veterans. Absolutely. And our, our I cannot overemphasize the number of our state leaders that since I have been here have reached out, invited me to their offices to talk about, you know, what can they do to better support our veterans? What mm-hmm. kind of help that I need? You know, so I have been fully supported at every level of state government, <clears throat> every level of the federal government. Um, True. When we had the Jackson water crisis, uh, the director of the hospital here reached out the director of the regional office has reached out uh, the people from Washington, D.C. have reached out, and we would talk on the phone almost every day about what can we do to help you provide for our veterans. So with that kind of support, uh, it just trickles down to everybody that works in our homes, everybody that works on our staff yeah. to do the best that they can do every day. You you always tell us that you're learning, Right. Um, and so it's it's incumbent upon all of us to teach each other the things um, that the other person might not know. Um, I think that's important to hear a leader say that, that, hey, I'm I'm still learning just like you are. Um, so let's help each other out as you continue to learn new things and, and, and you see the direction that you want this agency to go. Kind of give the listeners um, what you feel that your vision is now, what it can be for this agency. Um and, and, and how do you see us achieving that goal of serving America's heroes here in Mississippi? You know, it's, uh, it gets proved every year. Uh, our nursing homes and our cemeteries every year have an annual evaluation conducted by the Veterans Affairs Veterans Administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go back and look historically, uh, they've always shined just like new pennies at the great results that have uh, been achieved by all of our staff. And, and you, but you can always improve. And every time I go to the homes and every time I go to the cemeteries, they talk about, you know, well, we can do this better and we can do that better. But I want, I, I love training. I love learning. So the, my vision of cross-training everyone here is to make sure, because we all really did not like when you call somewhere and they say, well, I can't answer that question because Mr. Smith's on leave this week and it'll be next week before we get back to you. So my, my vision and my goal is to cross-train everybody. And that way, when somebody calls, we don't give them that answer. We can give them an answer. It may take us a little longer to get it than if the <laughs> expert was here. 
but we can get back with them with an answer real quick. Yes, sir. So they can go ahead and process their claims, or they can go ahead and 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 bury their family member because they need a two fourteen for the funeral home or or our cemeteries or those type things. And that's the vision and the goal. Uh, there's no shortage of expertise here, and there's no shortage of super awesome employees. The shortage that we have is sometimes we get in, in state government, it just gets stovepiped into certain things. So we need to do better at training. Um, and, and, you know, one of the big things is that's hitting our state right now is, is a lot of our young men and women are leaving the state when they get their education. And we've got to do better to retain those mm. Mississippians here. And, and I think the best way to do that is to bring them in and, and not give them a job that they do the same thing every day. Let's get them and let's start cross-training them, which makes them feel more valuable, which they will be, not only to us, but other state agencies if they want to go somewhere else and work later. But uh, it's like uh, Richard Branson from uh, Virgin Airlines says, you train your people to where they can be the most marketable people in the world, but you treat them so good that they don't want to leave. And that, that's my vision here is to, to a, attempt to accomplish that very difficult task and to keep these young Mississippians here uh, in Mississippi so our state can continue to grow and prosper and, and uh, my grandkids will stay here instead of move to another state so I can see them when yeah. I want to. Absolutely. Um, my last question for you, and, and you've spoken on this a little bit, um, but I'm always, wherever I go, whether it's in my official capacity as director of communications or if I am just out in, in the grocery store and someone sees me and says, hey, well, where do you work? Or if a family member asks me, where do you work? I am constantly, constantly telling them about the great team that we have here because, you know, a lot of times at the top of the agency or if, if we're doing interviews with media or you're out speaking – people get a chance to see Director Smith or Deputy Director Tommy Smith or maybe the Director of Outreach or whatever it might be. But there are so many people that work for this agency that, that make it go every day. Um, and, and I truly believe that we have some of the, the brightest minds in, in the state of Mississippi. Um, what do you want people that are listening to know about the team that we have here at Mississippi VA? The, the team that we have here is, is uh, number one, professional. They're dedicated. They're caring. They're very ethical. Uh, like I mentioned before, there, there's no task too hard, uh, and and they all treat each other with dignity and respect because they know that the team is what makes everything work. It's not just one individual. It's not me. Mm -hmm. It's not Tommy. Um, just like I mentioned at the beginning of the <clears throat> the interview, just like Colonel Taylor, you know, he didn't get to where he was without the help of a whole lot of people. For sure. And in order for them to help him, they had to believe in his vision and they had to believe in what he wanted to do in order to help get him there. But um, as we work through the, the cross-training and, and pursue that and keep going, and, and uh, we've had a great response to people reaching out, <clears throat> kind of telling us what they want to kind of be cross-trained in, and it's not where we're going to push it down on them. They don't want to learn HR, then we don't want them to learn HR. They're not going to be successful at that. But if we have a, a finance person that wants to learn HR to see how the payroll system really works through MAGIC and works through the new uh, EC program that we have working through MAGIC in the state, yes, it's only going to make them smarter and better 
able to progress as they mature in, in the in state government. Um, but I, I've worked at, I guess, five different state agencies now. And the teamwork here is, is, is just about like being in the Army. Everybody works together. You know, you're always going to have a, an issue between people every once in a sure, while. It's going to happen. That's the real world. And, but that's not a bad thing because, you know, the worst thing a leader can do is surround themselves with yes men or yes women because then you know you're destined to fail. You, you need to allow your people to tell you what they think and, and, and consider what they think. And if you need to change, be the type leader that's willing to change because as, as I am here working with nursing homes the first time, I depend greatly on our nursing home staff, our administrators, uh, Miss Gerald, everybody that's involved in that process every day to teach me how the, how the nursing homes work yeah. and what works best and what they've tried. And so I don't make mistakes that were made previously or I can capitalize on the great things that are going on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there it is. There it is. That's one episode in the books. Again, folks, that is our executive director, Mark Smith, leader of the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Board. Uh, sir, I appreciate you taking some time out um, to be the, the first guest. We're going to have many more um, great episodes. And like I said, we're going to get into uh, probably my favorite parts of this is going to be talking to some of those heroes, some of those veterans that we get to serve every single day. Um, we'll definitely get into some of the programs that we have um, so that you, the veteran or the spouse of a veteran or the um, son and daughter of a veteran, so on and so forth, know what benefits and services are available to you. We want to make sure we use that as a platform uh, for you all to be informed and make the best decision for you and your family. Um, I want to make sure that we plug our social media so that you all know how we are constantly sending out updates on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us by Miss MS Veterans Affairs. So once again, that's MS Veterans with an S on the end Affairs. Type that in to Instagram or Facebook and you can find us there. We're constantly updating um, the latest and greatest that can affect you. Um, on Twitter, that is at MSVetAffairs. So at M-S-V-E-T Affairs. And you can always, always visit our website, www.msva.ms.gov. You go there, any updates that we have, any new information that may be beneficial to you, we'll always share with you. Um, those are the engines that you can find us, those social media channels and platforms. We thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you join us again very soon. Um, until then, God bless.